If you're a fan of pasta, we've got a great offer for you. Pasta evangelists make delicious, fresh, handcrafted Italian pasta dishes and deliver them straight to your door. You get sent everything you need to prepare your meal in just five minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 10 delicious dishes with vegetarian and gluten-free options. You can have regular deliveries or just order once. They get rave reviews as well, with Times food critic Giles Corrin calling their food mind-blowingly delicious. You can try Pasta Evangelist's pasta yourself and get handcrafted pasta meal for two for just £4 with our special discount code. So go to pastaevangelists.com and put in the code BRUMRADIO for £10 off your first order. Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. Hi everybody and I think it is a Tuesday and it's lovely weather again and my intention today is to paint we've got like a you know like a cream crumbling wall in the garden and I'm gonna I found some paint that seems to do the job outside I'm going out there I've noticed a lot of people that titivating up the gates and the front paths and everybody's garden's going to be wonderful you, you haven't really got a garden have you Paul? No, I've got a door that I can slide open to get some sun as I am now. <laughs> I can't, I'm, I'm speechless though. It seems awful. What do you mean? It's a door you can just slide it's a sliding open. Sliding sort of Juliet balcony. I said this before, but uh, it's uh, basically I'm just sitting in the sunlight in sort of one corner. Oh, you have of told sunlight. me that. Hopefully I don't like them Juliet balconies. You can't know where to stand, is there? It's basically a door you can slide open and a, That's fen- what a it fence is. in front of it so I, I don't fall out of it. <laughs> I was thinking about you, Paul, today, and I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking you like uh, motor racing and all that. What's going on with that in lockdown? A lot of people are playing computer games. I mean, the actual drivers Mm. in Formula One are playing computer games, like highly accurate simulations. So in a way, nothing much has changed because you could be almost fooled that it's the same thing because the, the graphics are so good. But, yeah, everyone's sitting at home playing little games. <laughs> now, Paul, you've already worried me when you're saying it, you could be fooled into thinking it was real. The graphics are so good. Do you mm. think it could replace the real thing? I hope not. And I don't think it could because there's certain issues, like when they crash, it doesn't damage. And when they... they Nobody dies. Well, yeah, there is that. But, I mean, it's just like that. it's not real in that What sense. I mean is some people like that. Oh, well, yeah. Thing. But it's not I... real that you can crash and carry on, which isn't realistic. They just sort of <gasps> no. reset. I don't like the reset idea. No, and... that's good. Once it happens, they should say, sorry, you're out of the game. Stand yes. by the wall. I do. Throw yes. another six. And also people no. are reliving older, like, I don't know if you've seen the old match of the days on TV and the Olympics is going to be replayed and, and Formula One's doing that. That's why they're playing older races that some happened before I was born. So it's nice to catch up. So in a way, we're just playing catch up with all the old stuff we missed out on. Yeah, but you know who wins, don't you? You know, it, it's uh, funny. It can't replace life not that good. stuff. <laughs> But it's no replacement for live stuff, I don't think. Really. No, no, nothing is the same as not yeah, is it happening live. Nothing. But in, in this era, we'll take what we can get. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Now then, I've got a lovely guest today because I was thinking, he'd been on my mind for a while, this lad. I've known him since he was a baby. I've always properly liked him. I think he, it's a funny thing, isn't it? Your personality and everything. Even as little babies, I think you know when you think, well, we properly like you and I properly like you. You can have proper good friendships with babies I think um, and so we've always got Tom and then um, 
very good at languages and art and drama and all. He's very, very talented, lovely lad, lovely family, the Jennings. And uh, I was thinking, I must get him on. Because it's nice talking to, to friends and stuff, but sometimes people think, oh, all your friends are the same age as you. Well, they're not, you know. You can have young friends and all. And people are a lot older than you. Mix it all up, mix and match. So... I'm going to be talking, and I'm hoping we can get hold of him, uh, to Todd Jennings. He lives over in, in Bourneville now. Opposite that lovely park. Paul, what's that park called? Cottage Park. Yeah, where they have that. What's it called? That Coco thing Mad. Oh, yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? So you knew what I was going to say. Have you been to Coco Mad? <laughs> I've been to Coco Mad a few times. It's a great you little like tiny, it, don't tiny you? festival, but it's brilliant. It's really lovely, isn't it? You know, if you don't, have not heard of Coco Mad. I hope. When's that usually in the calendar Ooh, of the year? I think July. Oh, let's go. Fingers you crossed, we know. can have Coco Mad. I hope we can have Coco Mad. Anyway, this lad and his family are quite involved in making Coco Mad happen. Because nothing happens without people getting stuck in, do they? So let's have a chat with him. I want to see how he's getting on over all these times. I always like being young and all this. He'll be in in a minute, I hope. Todd. Hiya. Have you had a nice day in the sun? Yes, it's been absolutely beautifully glorious. I've, I've mm. basically sort of had nothing to do but pick weeds out of flower beds and, uh, yeah, lounge around, really. Yeah, have you, now listen, have you had any factor on your face? Have you been factoring in? That I have. I've factored in some factor 30, but the fear is here at this end that it's not been sufficient. Oh, right. <laughs> what evidence do you have of that? I'm looking somewhat scorched under the eyes and above the brows. <laughs> scorched. Never mind, darling. Be careful. Singed. Singed, my love. Now, listen, it's so <laughs> nice to touch you because you're a lovely young lad. I've known you a long time. Now, in this <laughs> lockdown period we're in now, I have spoken to some other people, but I think you're yeah. the youngest I've spoken to. What's it like for the youngsters now, love? What's it like for the young, the young in all this? <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I think it sort of depends on who you are and, and where, where you are. I mean, I'm very fortunate because I'm with my whole family, my partner's yeah. with me. I'm right next to Cottage Park, so I can take my government-sanctioned exercise in leafy green Bourneville. But I think if you were <laughs> off in the in the outskirts, or in the you know, I think it could be quite lonely for some people, especially if you're used to going out every weekend and, and socialising like that. But, you know, we're making it work. I've been to a few Zoom club nights. <gasps> All right, tell us about them. What's that like, a Zoom club night? Well, it's good. It's a good chance to catch up with your mates, but it, it's not quite like a club because you sort of you're there and you're just in your room with your laptop, <laughs> and there's there's much less of a sense of vibe. And it, we got about ten minutes into one, and everyone was like, "Right, so yeah, how's your day been?" And then we realised we needed some music, and we all at once tried to put music on. And it was awful, so we we had to just sort of. It's a bit like a, a cross between a sort of video job interview and trying to have fun so it doesn't have the same happy and fancy free atmosphere but it's a good stand-in for talking to people yeah it's, it's nice isn't it now tell me how you do so you're all in a room together but is everybody talking at the same time or can you have little conversations how does it work todd well so you sort of i'm on my own in my room and then someone yeah. in king's heat on their own in their room and someone in swindon or i don't know bhutan i don't know wherever they may oh, be right blinking but, um, I don't actually know anyone who's in Bhutan. I'm not. I'm not that well travelled. 
<laughs> right, but you were using that as just as an example, weren't you? And then you all yeah. come in together. Uh, yeah, and, then what happens? and we sort of well, it's sort of like a big Skype call, and but you, so you sat there with your gin and tonic. And someone says, mm. how was your week? And you say, all right, how was your week? And they go, all right. <laughs> so, you know, there's not the same sense as you're in Nightingales on a Saturday night and then Kylie Minogue comes on, you all scream and run onto the dance floor. It's, it doesn't feel as spontaneous somehow, but it's a nice excuse to chat to folk anyway. <laughs> yeah, to see people. How did you, so I can understand everybody putting different music on, but have you worked out how you're going to do it? How, say you wanted to all dance to Kylie Minogue, which, why wouldn't you? How could you do that? One person puts it on and everybody would dance. Well, I wish you could. I think I think you could if you did that. I'm, I'm not sure what the sound quality would be, but, you know, you get the sense of the thing and Kylie's got some beats, so as long as it's, you know, coming through at a fair <laughs> volume. <laughs> So everybody's doing the pig in bed. Now, I happen to know that you was over in Italy, weren't you? Because you're very good with languages, aren't you, love? Say something in Italian to us now, love. Ciao, bella, Barbara. <laughs> I can say that. Oh, what would you, what would you have me say? <laughs> say something more complicated than, hi, um, lovely Barbara. Hi, lovely Barbara. Well, that's all you need. <laughs> um, what can I say? Oggi sono stato tutto il giorno nel giardino facendo um, le faccende domestiche nel giardino, tutte le plante. Uh, è stato bellissimo. <laughs> Now that's much better because I didn't understand a word of it. Right, I did pick up giardini. Is that garden? It is. So you was over in Italy when it, what was it like when it first started to kick, to kick up? off because you decided to come home very wisely and I bet your mum and dad were thrilled you did but well, what was it like tell us about it well it sort of started slowly as with all things mm. and I, I have to say at the start because it was all happening before it had you know come across to England I was going oh well Italians you know what they're like dramatic about everything oh no <laughs> and then you know It sort of started getting a bit more serious and a bit more serious and they were closing things down. So I spent a week in Venice where everything was closed and I just sort of sat at my, in my house and it was and they closed all the municipal open spaces and all the public buildings. And two of my friends had come from England to visit me about a day before they announced it. So it was, we, we just spent a week sat in my flat in Venice, right. basically not doing okay. much but drinking Aperol Spritz. But, um, and, and yeah, Doesn't and then I decided sound. I've had worse holidays, I'm telling <laughs> Well, indeed, indeed. We made the best of a bad situation. And then did you decide to come back with them? Is that what you thought? Well, well, actually, they came back, and then about 12 hours later, I was, you know, a bit bored and lonely. So I went, right, well, I'll just nip back home. Then three days later, they shut the country down. So I'm glad I did come back uh, when I did. I'm glad you came back because you wouldn't have, you would have been stuck there, wouldn't you? Do you yeah. know people that are, are still there then? Other yeah. students and stuff? Yeah, I do know a few people who are still there. And um, I think, you know, it's a very... Well, I think because Venice is very... It's all water and it's all very narrow, mm. narrow streets... And, and you're not allowed, for a while, you weren't allowed in Italy to go more than 200 metres from your house. You had to do all your exercise within 200 metres of your house. So I think it has been quite claustrophobic. But, oh, you know, there's okay. lots of people out the window singing and all sorts. So Yeah, there's always this, that's right. All life, ching and yang, selling, we start skiing off. It's <laughs> always summer. When you were talking about uh, the narrow paths and all the water, I was thinking about the canals because I've been going for some walks around here. 
Yeah. And it is tricky with a narrow path. And there was there was a runner and he was, you know, you can't really get that amount of distance between you. And I kind of went up the side. But they got <laughs> they got kind of things, you know, like they used to tether ropes to. What would you call them? Capstans. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Capstan. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like a metal thing. And it, they had no, quite a lot I... of these metal toadstool things. And he went, oh, wish me luck with these. And what he meant was, why didn't you stand here? Oh, you know I mean, no. you made me go. There was a moment between us of some, you know. Of electricity, uh, of contempt. What was it? Cont <laughs> it, it was contempt, really. He was going, oh, no. I've got That's to jump. I'm, run I'm running at speed and I've got to jump over these. I could run and in, fall into the water. You, however, up a, up a up thing and you're not running. Why did you do that to me? I was trying to be helpful. I think there's oh, a lot no. of judgment. There's a lot of judgment going on. Do you feel? Have oh, you felt judged? Tell me about it. Well, it's a minefield, isn't it? I, I mm. was in Savers the other day getting me shower gel and things. <laughs> yeah, go on. Yeah. And there was a, there was a full-blown fight that got really physical. And the irony was that they were complaining about, you know, having a row about social distancing. And then they had a fight, and I was like, well, you can't get more socially close than having a punch-up in Savers. <laughs> Savers. Were you worried? What happened? Who had to deal with it? Oh, it was, well, it was a multifaceted, it's a, it's a long and winding yarn of a tale. But go on, it, it go began, on. that basically there's a one-way system around the shop, and yeah. as they were only allowing us in one at a time. So the woman before me in the queue went in, and was going ahead, but she knew somebody worked in there, so she stopped for a chat. Now I got let in, and I was held up in the logjam of this person talking to their friend, and I was absolutely oh. fine with that. I didn't mind a thing. Yes. I, you know, I wasn't in a rush. I thought, yeah. I'll just, you know, get my shower gel, not in a rush. It's nice to see people in this yeah. isolated time. But then the person behind me starts giving it the big and going, why are you making me go around the one-way system when... Oh. I I shouldn't have to. They're talking there, so you know I started to feel a bit bad and was trying to do like you on the canal towpath. I was trying to press in against the <laughs> aisle to let her pass, but she wasn't yeah. having it. So anyway, it all came to a head. The poor workers in Savers were trying to sort of mitigate. Say one of them said, "Oh, it's the law," and this person was going, "It's not the law. It's not the law." And then I was trying to buy me things and the and it just kicked off behind me the person who was talking to a friend and the person behind me just started rowing one of them was going why are you shouting at the saver staff they're frontline workers they don't deserve this one of them was going it's not the law use your common sense and then i don't really know what happened because by this point they were behind me but they came into contact which you know then i was compromised and then yeah. i bustled up my things and got out of there <laughs> So I, look, I think that's a story that's been told in many shops and many places, well, isn't it? Well, yeah. I, I mean, too sweet. I crossed the road, went straight into Pound Stretcher, picked up my garden netting, went to the till and said, you'll never believe. Massive fight in Savers. It's still going on. And we were all stood in Pound Stretcher, holding the doors closed, looking across the road. <laughs> Nobody can accuse of us not being interested in life, Todd. There's these exactly. things happening. These are the dramas of life. I exactly. Think, yes, I think it could have been yesterday, lose touch with pig in time. But what's the name was cutting a fringe on telly? Did you hear about it? What's she called? No. Paul knows. Are you listening, Paul? Yeah, it was Janet Street what? Porter. That's it, Janet Street Porter. <laughs> he's there, he's always there. Usually do this Janet in his Street shed. Porter. Was cutting a fringe on the telly. <laughs> And people go, oh, this isn't uh, television. But I kind of think we like that type of thing. Would you have liked to have seen Janet Street Porter cutting a fringe on telly? 
Well, yeah, I think I would now. <laughs> I'll find it. Google it. I will. That sounds good. And what, what was it? Did she cut her own fringe or was it? I think, third... well, she had um... to. She's on her own. We've got to do everything. Oh, yeah, her. I keep forgetting. How's everybody's hair in your house? All right. I'm getting a bit, you know, bushy about the ears. But um, we all sort of timed it seamlessly to, um, you know, so I went in about two days before the lockdown, but I'm very prolific on my head. <laughs> it's, oh, like yeah. a, it's like a miracle grow. I don't know. It's just all big and bushy. And <laughs> miracle grow. It's, it's sell it. Sell mass. your stem cells. <laughs> and say very, very hairy. You could grow That's a mullet true. in six to eight working weeks. That's right. So it's all, would you, would you attempt to cut it yourself? Ooh, I don't know. Maybe if I was going there all over, shave it all off, full-on Amazonian oh. Oh, survival hair. Oh, that's good. Make sure you but, put plenty of air, cream, cream on your head, will you? So you need Factor will, 70 yeah. if you're going to Factor have Factor 70. Like Can you get Factor 70? I don't know. I don't, I've, I've only, oh, there's 50 and then there's 50 plus. And that is, right. you know, the pinnacle. <laughs> But it comes out the tube like lard. It's so thick. You can't even rub it into your skin. <laughs> it just stays like a white thing on your face yeah. all the time. Oh, very funny. Right now then, my lovely lad, I think I'm going to let you get your tea. It's Right, so it, you, you, what you're saying is, it sounds to me like you're all right. You're glad oh, you no, came I'm home. It. I know you are. You are loving it. Oh, well, I know people are, you know, struggling and things. And, my, my you know, my sister's frontline medic in Edinburgh. But, oh, you know, me personally, oh. all it is is planting beetroot and digging the pond. I'm growing your hair. Is she all right in Edinburgh, your sister? Yeah, she's good. She's good. She's, um, it's you know, it is, it is a bit dramatic when we talk to her about it. But she's, I, I think, you know, they're keeping busy and they're sort of feeling looked after. Um, yeah. So I think everyone's just trying the best, aren't they? I think everybody is, and I think even that. I think that I'm sorry that that thing happened in Savers. Wow. People just got to have a bit more time. We have got more time, Todd, and I think that's nice. Just a bit yeah. more time yeah. for each other. And if I see that fella in on the towpath again, yeah, for reflection, <laughs> I will. I know what I'll do. I'll go to the side by the by the. The, the iron thing. Oh, I thought you were going to say you'll pick him up by his waist and lob him in. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should. I don't think I will, though. I'll probably do oh, that, but enough. I will say, do you remember me? I didn't mean any arm going up the side of the, bend, the bank. I thought I was helping. <laughs> that kind of thing. You'll be like the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> I will. <laughs> right, my darling, take care of yourself. Look after all that. Right. Look, yeah. And enjoy all them Zoom nights out and all that kind yes, of stuff indeed. and all that. And lots oh, of love, Barbara. And you, my darling. Take care. Bye, love. Bye, all bye. right, see you later. Right, what, wasn't he refreshing to talk to? He was such a, he's got a lovely turn of phrase and I've always enjoyed that. And even when he was a baby, you know, gurgles were very, very interesting. So, I was talking to him. Interesting about Italy and everything and what the young is in these Zoom parties. You could make it up. What's happening, could you? Anyway, I, I've been a bit worried. I don't know whether you, you follow me on Facebook and all that. I've been, I, I don't want to mention I've been reported by Jean Pickles. It, have I told you about this, Paul? Yeah, well, you said there was a letter. 
there was a letter saying I've been out and about mm. getting stuff she wasn't thinking I've got any, you know I've gone a bit quiet now in case she's listening did she moan about pheasant noise as well well she, she thinks I'm having yeah yeah she doesn't like the noise of the pheasant and all that pig and stuff so but we do go back years you know she was my agent for a bit actually so we do go back quite a long way so I'm I'm going to have to do something about it. She's spying on me now. So I'm just, it's unsettling me, Paul. Any top tips yeah. when you're unsettled? Well, you can either, there's only two options. You can give as good as you get, or you just have mm. to roll over and let her say that's the way you live your life. I'm not joining in. Oh, but right. If you give as good as you get, that's her dragging you to her standards. And that's Jean all over, that. give as good as you get. Of course yeah. I'm better than that. Yeah. Of course I'm picking better than that. Um, I have to think about it, but I feel I feel she's getting closer to me. You know, she. Well, she shouldn't. She, she shouldn't. <laughs> no, <meters>. definitely. <laughs> I say that to her. Step back, Jean. You don't want to think like a fighting savers like Paul Todd was talking oh, about. Yes. I don't want to get fighting with Jean. If we was I have, I had, I have had a bit of scuffle with her once in Snobs a long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago. Um, how would you have a good little fight now? You'd have to do very much at arm's length. Sword fight, two metres. So maybe could get the props off the line and then just stand back and things like that. Fencing. Anyway, just something like fencing, yeah. <laughs> because, listen, fencing-wise, she needs to get her fencing sorted out. And don't, <laughs> listen, all I'm saying is I'm getting worried at Jean's. I know Jean. I know her. She, anything she can do to she's probably very jealous well, i'll tell you what i think's happened paul between you oh, me and no, everybody else the and the, yes oh no it's my fault Be, well it's not your fault paul no, <laughs> no, no. love no, i think it's, it's to do <laughs> i think it's to do with brazil she's always <laughs> she's always fancied going to brazil you know what i mean oh and i'm going to go to brazil one of these days barbara yeah. And then I think she cannot stand the thought. She wants to go to the, you know, where they have the parade. When... I think she cannot stand the <laughs> thought that I've got a follower in Brazil. That's when, what it is. When we get Fred back out there to a and you're on a podcast world tour, that'll teach her. Yeah. She doesn't like the spiking, you know, when I'm spiking up the charts. Oh, that's that's, that's what it is. I'm glad I've talked to you about it because yeah. I've learned to make sense of it. That's why she's, she's reading her head again. She's, that means she listens to the podcast, so everything we've just said. Oh, right. Listen, I'm going to make a message to Jean now. Are you listening, Jean Pickles? Jean is in Shrimpton. Pickles is in Branston. Oh, yeah, I know your catchphrase. Listen, Jean Pickles, F off. Clear <laughs> off. Get get thee gum. You're jealous. Swine. Okay. Keep Maybe your distance. <laughs> Keep your distance. From a distance. All right. See if, see if that gets it off the track, off the beaten track. Pig off, Jean. Pig off. All right. Sorry, was it was a bit aggressive then. It's not usually like that. <laughs> was it all right? It's needed. I think it's needed. It's the one-time statement. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I've told her now anyway. That'll be the end of it. All right then, Paul. Have a lovely time. Yeah, it's a lovely too. day. Lovely weather. All Ooh. right. Enjoy that little bit of sunshine when you slide <laughs> back that door. <laughs> yeah, I will. We're a big in shape. All right. Over and out. See you tomorrow. See you <laughs> Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.